Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brent. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast of Time Traveled Back Endgame Style to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home one marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 85 of Iron Man 1 and Richard, what happened? I'm out of breath. <gasps> so, Tony is inching closer and closer to the pilot that ejected Whiplash 1, Whiplash yes. 2. Whiplash one. Whiplash one. James's hand into the thing that would pull the uh nice shirt, by the way. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. I wore for this. Uh, he jams his hand into the uh, ejector handle thingy, the uh, parachute handle. Yeah, that's one way to unjam it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he pulls it. I mean, I don't think it was even jammed. The dude just physically couldn't grab it, right? No, he was grabbing with both hands. He said it's jammed in like the last minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Tony grabs it, pulls it up, saves the dude. Everyone's happy. It's, I guess it's assumed that they stopped firing at the bogeys, right? Yeah, somehow he gets away without anything else happening. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, we know also, I just connect these dots from the previous two minutes. Rhodey didn't tell them that it was Tony in a suit or anything because, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Or just that it was a person or a known entity in a suit or whatever because he's just trying to stop his, his friend from dying and so he tells him, hey, we don't even know what we're shooting at, right? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, he's had Tony on the call with the phone open the entire time, just kind of witnessing the situation while talking to the dude in the suit, you know, hoping that the dude in the suit doesn't die, right? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah. And so he starts talking to him uh, he says, you crazy son of a bitch. Uh, I don't remember the exact first words on that call. Uh, when he picks up, picks the phone back up. And he says, you still there. Tony, you still there. Yeah. Yeah. So they continue their conversation. Rhodey knows that it's Tony. You gotta let me show you what, uh, what I've been working on. Yeah. He's like, no, uh-uh, deniability. Right. Rhodey says, the less I know, the better, so that he doesn't have to lie, yeah. essentially. And he asks Tony, we need to tell the press something. And Tony just says, uh, just say it was a training exercise. Isn't that what we always do? <laughs> this is the joke that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> and Rhodey says, it isn't that simple. <laughs> and it goes to him at the press conference, basically saying, we An had an unfortunate him. training exercise resulted in the <laughs> right. 22 crashing. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, an unfortunate accident resulted <laughs> in a crash, but the pilot was safe. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what happened in Golmira. <laughs> But it wasn't us. Uh. Right. The United States military has no knowledge. They did not order anything over there. Yeah. And you see Obadiah Stane looking really angry like. He's putting some pieces together. Yep. So, uh, yeah. All right. So a few things. Thank God I remembered this minute because it was actually stuck on this in the iPad's thumbnail for the minute. But at around six seconds, the first two soldiers that are cheering uh, Richard, that guy on the right, does he look familiar? Because he had a good 2008. He had a good 2008? Yeah. And I'll tell you why if he, if he doesn't look familiar. Just the guy on the right. Nope. He was in The Dark Knight. The guy okay. who found, who, who audited all the money or whatever for Wayne Enterprises. And okay. And then he, like, spouted off something. Right. And, oh, oh, he, he questioned why Wayne would show up if he's just going to be sleeping in meetings. Mm-hmm. And then Lucius Fox says, maybe you should audit the whole thing again. And he comes back later and he's like, I, I checked those numbers again. Curious that Wayne didn't recognize his baby crushing rooftops or whatever mm-hmm. on the streets. And he shows the tumbler. So he finds out. Wayne is gotcha, and he uh, tries to. Uh, he he notions that he may try to uh, oh, extort them. He specifically asks for a number, right? And then Lucius Fox just says, 
your theory is that your billionaire boss dresses up like a bat and beats up people for fun and you want to extort him for money. <laughs> so then he starts going on like talk shows or news. He's like, yeah, I know who it is. I just feel like I have to, you know, pretending like it's for a noble reason. Right. Because he's going to get a book deal or some shit mm-hmm. out of it. But then Joker's like, that's no fun. If you don't kill him by blah, 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 I'm blowing up a hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's Bruce Wayne who actually saves him from getting T-boned mm-hmm. uh, in his in his car, which new rock stars, I believe, or maybe somebody else showed that it was actually kind of like it was a kind of car that translated into bat or something. Mm-hmm. So he was actually in a like a Lambo style car that meant Batmobile. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after the crash and like Gordon's like, that was a very brief thing. He's like, what, trying to catch the red? And he's like, you don't know his. And then he's like, no, should I go to the hospital? I was like, you don't watch the news much, do you? Like, he's playing <laughs> dumb, but then he like looks at this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like he zips his fucking mouth because he just <laughs> saved his life. Right. But right. that was 2008, the same year that this came out. Gotcha. So he, I mean, this is a much smaller scene, but he was in two mega action uh, superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. You weren't going to say anything about the other gentleman? No, nothing right. right. Nothing gotcha. wrong. Gotcha. It was just that guy. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because the you know he's twirling around at eleven seconds and that raptor goes off, so peels off. Yeah, yeah there's no real actual reason why that happens. But we don't hear the line where he tells him to peel off. But yeah, no or maybe the pilot just decides on his own. But yeah, uh, so yeah, we get a couple of news organizations: Ten News, Nineteen. KPFW six something and Obadiah's room is very ominous. There's a big metal chessboard that's in the middle of a game. There's like a it looks like a tomb type of thing in the back. This is around forty nine seconds. Some other statues. He's watching the news. There's a bunch of paper. There's a decanter for whiskey and another whiskey bottle, which will come into play when he catches Pepper getting the uh, Mark One specs off. Obadiah Stane's computer and or from Tony's room, Tony's office. And Obadiah Stane starts pouring some whiskey. He's like, Tony always gets the good stuff. So apparently this whiskey is not as good as whatever Tony's got. Mm. No one he's watching the news broadcast. It's from three Ken KNV. Uh, no. It's from three KNKV, which is not one of the microphones. All right. So six is from KPGB. And then there's Kej, K-H-E-J. And the breaking news says pilot parachutes to safety after training mishap. $84 million F-22 Raptor destroyed. Jeez. That's a big meatball. How much some of those things cost? I know some of the missiles cost $2 million apiece. That is crazy. Yeah. There's also some trinkets and like a statue on the left of the frame near the end of the minute. When the broadcast is going on, but Obadiah Stane might be wearing the pajamas that Tony got him. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Yeah, and he still has like a chain around his neck. Jeff Bridges is doing a good job of looking very non-Jeff Bridges. Jeff there. Bridges is a boss. Like he can do the dude. He can do Obadiah Stane. He can do whis- uh, uh, champagne and Kingsman. He's dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, oh, <laughs> ah. Yep, no doubting that. He can do... Uh, he can do me. Yep. Although if I have to pick one Kingsman actor, it's of course Channing Tatum. Okay. I just want to have bragging rights. I want... I, I don't remember the context, but someone said, 
with that luck, you gotta like fly to LA and like try to pick up Scarlett Johansson. And I was just immediately like, no, I'm gonna go find Channing Tatum and then seduce him. And this is actually before Channing Tatum came out as bi. So I thought there was absolutely no chance of just a person of my gender. <laughs> but I was like, I would seduce him. And just so that when people found out, when they knew, they'd be like, how did you do that? And all I'd say was, you want to find out and then just walk away. <laughs> yeah. You want to find out. Like that's, that's, that's that would just line. be my response. Yeah. You want to find out and just walk away. <laughs> Mystery. This is what he has to deal with on Sweet. the daily basis. <laughs> I, I was just trying to think of Jeff Bridges character's name in Tron. And then you went down that whole thing and I was like, oh, God. Oh, okay. Well, doesn't he say play two characters? Isn't one of them named Tron? I don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure Tron. There's a Tron, but I don't think it's Jeff Bridges. Okay. I I only saw the big budget sequel. He he also returns in the new Tron movie from like 2008 or 2010 or whatever, and that was a good yeah. movie. I actually enjoyed it. So. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the one I was talking about. Oh, they did some de aging, and I think one of his characters that he played was you might you might play two characters in that. That was Tron yeah. Rebirth or whatever. I don't know. I, I was thinking of the original Tron movie where he just plays a normal guy, and he's like, "Whoa, I'm trapped in a computer now." <laughs> yeah, I've never so, seen that one. Yeah, but yeah. The second one is a very calm blockbuster, which is weird to say. Maybe why it didn't connect. But uh, Daft Punk did the score in that. I, I hear they have like a love hate relationship with how that went down mm. but good to get yeah no the original tron uh is great it's kind of in the same era as endgame do you know that movie with Avengers endgame. Bur- no, yeah, no right there oh, God. right on my chest yeah you walked right into that Ma- <laughs> but uh no no but uh matthew broderick he it's like a movie from i think 1980 literally 1980s and it was in the middle of the cold war and basically, a kid walks into uh, some guy's computer's lab, computer lab, and he he like knows computers and stuff. And he accidentally uh, connects to a computer and like actually connected to the military, and it's an AI. And he accidentally starts to launch a nuclear missile. Oh! And so this AI asks him, uh, "Do you want to play a game of thermonuclear war?" <laughs> and he's like, "Sure." This, this, wonder what this game's like, and it's an it becomes an actual thing that they have to. So that would be a good drunk movie, uh, or just drinking movie, leisure movie, uh, <laughs> along with Speed Racer some evening. Yeah, I will say if you want a big budget, colorful, mostly CGI action fest between Speed Racer and the Tron sequel, I'd say Speed Racer. Uh, Tron is much more calm and less. Uh, what's like heart pumping like heart pumping heart pumping what is like heart pumping I mean what's the thing like fast or slow heart pumping fast or heart pumping slow or rhythm um, rhythmic cadence no I'm trying to think like oh uh it's less blood pumping no heart pumping heart stopping is that the heart pumping is that it when you're like on a roller coaster and it's thrilling it just sounds weird it's less thrilling there's a million words at work here you're trying to think of a specific one though uh Heart. I think heart stopping is a common phrase for it. Yeah, it's a, it's much less heart stopping. Uh, it's much less on the edge of your seat. It's more like, whoa, this is the most beautiful motion painting I've ever seen. Damn. Like, that's the Tron sequel. But the Speed Racer movie is that visually arresting, but also you're just going to be like, 
and you see like blood pumping through your veins and you're like oh like do, mm. do the visuals in speed racer ever get corny oh hell yeah uh-huh. it's super corny mm. they're oh you're gonna love it and there's it's pg or g-rated and yet like a 10 year old flicks someone off with the middle finger somehow mm. somehow it got through that and is still pg oh but uh no it's yeah that that is a special movie well i think we're done for this minute i think we are done as well if you want us to eat more bites of new york style pizza with the bomb hot sauce we're gonna make that video as soon as we've finished breaking down these minutes we just need at least five ratings and reviews on apple Podcasts. and for every rating and review that may adds more bites to the amount we have to eat so we'll film that i lost some bet uh, and I'm eating some of Richard's, so we're not technically even. But yeah, leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts takes three seconds. If you leave a review, leave your Instagram handle, because then if we do a drawing in the future, we'll be able to find you real easy. My name's Richard. Mine's Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast. <laughs>